As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com welcome to star wars and scotch welcome to star wars and scotch uh, the, the soft open uh for episode 112 tim is back from memphis tennessee build against cancer amazing successful wow. congratulations tim you guys absolutely slayed it how how was the experience? It was awesome. Like we we've been to San Jude before. Um, like we'd done like the hospital tour and, and whatnot. Um, but this one was really special because it was um, not only did we get to go to like a, a new research facility, you know, the I four building, Inspiration Four building, which is advanced medical research, uh, which was really really cool. Uh, I have a science background. I have a degree in biology, and so like for me to go in like these research labs and like talk to like these researchers was like really really cool. So Lupo and I are just like freaking out when we get to see this like lattice microscope. It's like lasers that are used to to scan cells, and like Ben and I are just like freaking out. It was it was so cool. 
Um, but like also to like be in the ALSAC building and to be on campus and to like be there, like at the hospital for like a whole, we were there for like a day and a half. Cause like we were there Friday. Um, we did a bunch of like pictures and like we, we did our tour and stuff. And then we came back on Saturday and we did the full 24 hours and, um, to like be on campus and to be at St. Jude, um, you just feel it. You feel that energy. Like it's, it's something that's really hard to explain, but you like, if you've been there, you, you understand like what it is. There's just, there's a, there's a special energy there. Um, cause it's a really happy place. Um, like it was all decorated for Christmas. And so they have this beautiful decor everywhere. And, um, it's just that, that is just a really, really cool place to be. And, uh, it was awesome. We got to see like a bunch of stuff that's, that's, uh, that's new. Um, they have like redone like the whole, like that, uh, rotunda, um, mm-hmm. you know, so it was like pictures like Lupo, um, things from, uh, just all the different like celebrities and, and just events that benefit St. Jude. So that was really cool as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. one million twenty four thousand plus dollars in twenty four hours. So that was it was pretty cool. I uh, I I I was uh, universal with the family, so I only got to pop in from time to time just to yeah. check and and see. But it was funny to see how dynamic it was. Like every time I went in, you were all doing something completely different. Yeah, yeah they um the the BAC format was really fun. Like we were talking about it before we went live. It was uh, it just felt like a TV show. You know, like we were uh, we did like you know this open segment. We're talking with everybody. And then uh, we played a little bit of Minecraft and then we did dinner. We did like the hot wings take. So like every time there was like X amount of dollars donated, we like increased the intensity of the sauce, which is was kind of like anticlimactic because we were just all like, these are really good. These are really good. The (laughs) only one that we didn't like, the only one that like collectively the group did not like was the last one called Ring of Fire. That one was just like uncomfortable. It was like there was no taste to it. It was just like, ow, it was just Um, pain. Yeah, but I think the place was called like New Wing, uh, New Wing Order. Yeah, New Wing Order in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, and so they, they sent us like a bunch of wings and stuff, which was, which was pretty cool. And then Uno. You ever done like speedrun Uno before, Kevin, with oven mitts on? Oh, my God. Those were the, unicorn oven mitts. Yeah, yeah, had, right? yeah. It was like silicone oven mitt things from hell. And then I had to put a lion mask on at one point. I got being boozled. I got being boozled. The only bad one I got was boogers. Can I compliment you on the lion mask for a second? I turned it on. I was on my phone. So yeah. I was on a tiny screen. I think we we're eating dinner. And uh, Danielle like leans over. She goes, oh, is that Tim? And I'm like, I think so. Those look like his shoulders. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks. Bravo. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so no, it, it was awesome to watch, uh, when I had the chance, um, you know, we got to throw in seven K from the GCX community from That's all awesome. the subs and everything that they, they, uh, did on Twitch. So it was just really cool to see, uh, again, I love the platform agnostic fundraising. Uh, it's, it's, it should be about St. Jude. It should not be yeah. about where you're fundraising. Um, so yeah, that was, that was fantastic and terrific. So congratulations to Tim Lupo, the rest of the crew and, uh, on a, on a very successful build against cancer. Yeah. Uh, which, which always to me means, okay, GCX time. That's build against yeah, cancer. Right. It's like yeah. you get a Christmas break and then uh-huh. we're off. Yeah. That's what Sam was talking about. She's like, well, time to start planning GCX. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to touch base with all of them in January after the holidays. So just so you're aware, um, Tim and I are off next week, but there is an episode. It is the Andor Roundtable hosted by Tim. Uh, Star Wars Explained, Lauren from Most Things Kenobi, and who is uh, Chase, that gay Jedi, yeah. uh, are the three guests. They're going to be talking about Andor uh, in, in detail. I actually saw the first cut in the second. I'm seeing the second cut today of, of it. Um, so it's, it's, it's coming out good. Nick is doing a good job editing it. Sick. Um, and, uh, what else? Kings coast coffee. 
I mean, at this point, if you didn't order it for a gift, you're not getting it on time unless you live in the New York area. You can head on over to the cafe. They got plenty of stuff there stocked and ready to go. So if you need a last minute gift and you're in the New York area, head over to the cafe. If you need a gift for someone you're not seeing until New Year's, you have time. You have time. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Um, but thank you. We had a very successful holiday season. I believe uh, we're running the final numbers, but I think we sold, not including cocoa and all the other stuff we sell, I believe we sold more coffee by poundage than we've ever sold before during the holiday season. So um, thank you so much. We're, we're going to confirm that in January, but we were doing running some preliminary numbers the other day, and uh, we were like, man, we sold a shitload of coffee. Thanks for so, supporting small businesses like ours. Thank you very, very, very much. Uh, and last but not least, this hoodie that kept me warm all weekend at Universal Studios was made by the f- fine folks at Lab 77. It kept me very warm, Tim. I wore that in Memphis, and I was really, really happy with it because it was windy. And I was just like, this is great. It was, it was, so, it was like I didn't want to wear a jacket, and I still wanted to be comfortable, and I was in mm-hmm. sweatpants the whole time because I was chilling. And I this saw that was you, the were me- you, you had a meeting with Universal people in sweatpants. I was at the park with my family for the day. They asked if I wanted the tour while I was there. I just esports. We're in esports, Tim. Come on, come on. <sighs> we're those guys. I hate, I hate it. <laughs> these guys are wearing <laughs> these guys are wearing blazers, and Kevin's in sweats. Cause they're at work. I'm on. I'm with the family. <laughs> Although it is a tax write off now, so uh, thank you. <laughs> I can write off the whole trip. I had two meetings. I had that one, and I met. Um, I went to uh, Night of a Million Lights for Give Kids the World too. Oh yeah. So yeah. I did that Friday night. That was at Margaritaville. Uh, well, H two O Island Fun, which is their Margaritaville's water park. Uh, so I uh, I did a little bit of work over the weekend. But yeah, the Universal meeting was great. You'll find out more about that in the New Year, folks. Um, cool. Yeah, Lab seventy seven. What's the website, Tim? Lab seventy seven dot com. CO, CO, CO. I wanted to make sure. That's what I thought it was. CO, lab77.co. Man, I almost think, you know, there'll probably be drops before that, but April, like around the 29th ish, is probably a time that you should be paying attention. Oh, it's going to be sick to what's happening at Lab 77. I'm just saying, April 29th, 429. I think that 429. Yeah, that's the date. Just making sure. Lab77.co. It's like seven minutes of ads. Holy shit. The internet is freaking out over two seconds of seeing Ahsoka. <laughs> like in a bad way or a good way? No, they're all so everyone's so excited for the show, and it, it's in the it's in the Disney Plus. Um, it's basically a, like a glimpse of what's coming in 2023, and Ahsoka yeah. has a clip for literally two seconds. Okay. Um, it's just a picture of Rosario Dawson in character. I don't get it. I saw that picture. Yeah. I think it's excitement, and I'm cool with the excitement. I would prefer that over, you know, the vitriol and hate. So I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's just funny to me that everyone's freaking out, and it's not like the first time we're seeing. Yeah, that's why I'm really confused. Like, why are people like having this like uh, over whatever, man? With, with a, uh, I don't get it. Whatever. Cool. Sick. So, uh, uh, yeah, the internet was was I, I thought it was like a full trailer at first yesterday, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that, this is that great. I would understand excitement for. That'll probably drop after we're done recording today because that's just what happens with you know our show. Happen, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the trailer that they showed at Celebration, just cleaned up. I guarantee it. That's you've what they already, did with Mandalorian. You've already seen it. Yeah, that's what they did with Mandalorian. So, um, yeah, Mandalorian, they changed a couple scenes, and I think there was clean. It was definitely cleaned up. I think there was like a gray box in one part. 
so uh yeah we 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 still know ahsoka's coming i i, I don't really know it, it's newsworthy it's trending it's big but there's not much tim and i can talk about on that level because it's just like two seconds of ahsoka now i did read that they're casting someone else for clone wars era ahsoka for flashbacks i mean that would make sense so um i'm glad uh, I, so i'm glad they're not gonna like cgi her like try to make like a young rosario dawson work for teenage ahsoka that's I'm good i like who, that who the actress is it was named yesterday house of the dragon star savannah stein um she played one of the she's one of the uh valerian daughters right yeah 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 so savannah she the, stein she was the older one in the picture, she oh, I think she's the one who marries uh Doctor Who. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Damon. Yeah. I think she's the one who marries Damon who gets yeah. spoilers brutally. Oh, it's, it's been months. <laughs> brutally burnt alive by yeah, her own was, dragon. <laughs> well, yeah, but that was the adult version, but the younger version will be her. Will be Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was so. rough. They didn't. They yeah. didn't pull back from that show at all, and that was yeah. Great. She was just. She was just on fire. It was a cookout. Um. So well, it it does lead. I'm going to skip around our topics here. What does lead us into Disney late last night releasing the full 2023 Star Wars roadmap, if you will, uh, for Disney Plus, not anything else. So this doesn't include gaming or anything like that. Um. As you know, uh, like I said, we have a week off and or roundtable comes out. The next week we were going to take off again and have two weeks off, but Bad Batch drops on the 4th. So Tim oh. and I cannot take off on the 4th. <laughs> oh. So we were going to take enjoy two weeks off, uh, uh, but Bad Batch drops on the 4th. So that is that is 16 episodes long of the Bad Batch. So that will take us right into Mandalorian, if my math is correct, which usually so it isn't. Excited. Uh, I think they actually overlap a little bit. I really, um, really enjoyed Bad Batch. I'm really happy that it's back. I want to know what happens to Omega. Uh, well, in, in the trailer, she's. Did you watch the trailer? Because it was, it was. Uh, they dropped. No, last I week. totally forgot to because I was busy with other stuff. <laughs> there is a trailer, so I watch, the trailer. watch the trailer. So what happens? Omega's Omega? like Omega's like part of the crew now. She's got her. She's got a new like gear yeah, like and armor everything. And shit. Yeah, yeah. Sick. The biggest takeaway from the trailer, and and I'd be interested to to hear your thoughts on it when you, when you watch it, is the clones are questioning Order sixty six. Oh, what? Can I just like watch it right now? Yeah, go for it. So I'll I'll, I'll explain it to you. There's a scene in there you're gonna see it where Crosshair is talking to one of the clones, and uh, basically says, "Well, they're not loyal" or something along those lines. You'll you'll have the line there. Okay. And uh, okay, hey Paul. I'm going to start it right now. Live Tim's reaction of the Bad Batch trailer. (laughs) This is Johnny Depp. (laughs) This is like Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) That's definitely Scarif, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, It looks like Scarif, yeah. Oh, she's got armor. That's awesome. Told you, she's like awesome now. Looks like a little rebel. Clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. How juicy. Her name's Fee. That's um Wanda Sykes. Oh, that's why she sounded familiar. Wait, that's a wait. <laughs> that's a long neck from uh 
future. Yep. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the order. Oh, the clones are defecting. That's why the clone program didn't keep going. Oh, I like how they're writing them off like that. That's smart. They're maintaining their integrity. Yeah, that's why the TK program takes over. Interesting. What sort of treachery is this? The little Wookiee Jedi's alive. Seeks to establish peace mm -hmm. and order throughout the galaxy. Peace. Peace was never an option. Gungi is his name. Mm -hmm. We do what needs to be done. Move. You know it makes us different. We make our own choices. What do you need, Rex? Any chance I could use you for a mission? Parents. The Bad Batch, new season, streaming January 4th. Ooh, that was awesome. I like the Rex at the end. That's good. That's really, really good. So, yeah. What do you What do you think? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the Bad Batch. Like, it's really heavy in the action. I'm excited for it. I, I, I think the pivot with the clones is interesting. Yeah, that's um, really smart. Like, so... I mean that that explains why we don't see more clones. Yep. Later on, and why the TK program comes in. I wonder if the Kaminoans built some failsafe in, or if like that the the chip, like the the organic chip, like it has like a a, a half life of some sort. Or, you know, starts to de degrade over time. That's really interesting. So it, it, with that too, um, with. with it, <laughs> I almost think even if it's not something built into them, Tim, it's more something that they're trying to show you that they're more human than than we give them credit for. And oh, that they sure. do like have they, feelings, emotions, all that stuff. Yeah, they're not just these robots. Yeah. Huh. So. I like yeah, that. it's yes, it's an interesting. Hopefully situation. we'll also find out about the um, the other cloning facility. That we see at the end of season one. In the mountain. I can't remember the name of it, but yes. But you know going. what I'm talking about. Hopefully we'll learn yep. more about that. And then um, also, I want to know what happens to the Kaminoans. When they well, all... Kamino it got destroyed. Well, okay, that base did. But they all like evacuated. They got out. Yes. So like, where did they go? Uh, Bora Vio is the name of the cloning facility. Yeah, and that's where Luke's hand ends up, right? No, I lied. Bora Vio is the one that uh, they take Omega to. I can't find the name of it, but yes, I know. Yes, that's the one where Luke's hand ends that's up. That's where Luke's yes. hand ends up. So, Bad Batch, uh, January 4th. We will be watching it that morning and covering it that day. Oh, excited. As we do with all Star Wars shows. So to continue on the Disney release schedule too, uh, Young De Jedi Adventures. Um, I believe that's for little little kids. So I think that's oh, a Kyler. Like Kyler and Jules could watch. It. Yeah, and Hunter. I think that's that's uh, yes. well, Hunter watches Clone Wars now. Fantastic. Uh, Young Jedi Adventures. If I'm not mistaken, Hunter. Okay, dude. I watched. Um, what was the one they just released? The Jedi show. With with um, 
Dooku and Ahsoka. Oh, 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 the Tales of the Jedi. Tale, so I watched it with Hunter. Yeah. He. This is how uh, like emotional my son is in a good way. The opening episode with Ahsoka where she's a baby, he was so nervous that the mom was going to get killed by the the beast. Oh, he was worried about the Bambi. Yeah. Yeah, he because we he because me and Danielle were like, he Ahsoka's fine, Hunter. She, she grows up like you've seen her in the other stuff. He's like, but her mom and blah, blah, blah. maybe this is what makes her become a Jedi. And he's he's like crying. Wow. And I'm like, just keep watching. Just keep watching. Just keep watching. And he was so over the moon when the beast comes out and Ahsoka's riding on. He's like, that's so cool. So he, he absolutely loved it. And then he watched the episode where, uh, with the, um, where she's training and Anakin's like pushing her and pushing her. And the next day is what I told you. Did I tell you the story of his green belt? So he, he was going for his green belt. He takes Taekwondo and, uh, he had to do a flying jumping sidekick and oh, he you did tell me about this, but break. I'll the tell you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell them. So he couldn't break the board. Um, and, uh, fast forward, he ended up crying. He was very upset. Um, and they gave him a chance at the end and he, he did it perfect, but he didn't break the board and the whole class started cheering. And then he hit it and he broke the board and his last one got his green belt. And then he told me afterwards that he thought of the episode because Ahsoka kept getting up even after she was, you know, getting knocked out and i was like that yes yes i need to i need to tell dave filoni the story when he's on star wars and scotch <laughs> so um yeah that was uh that was a a good dad moment speaking of before we continue tim can i show you what my mom got me for christmas sure oh that's that is <laughs> That is something, Kevin. Why don't you describe for the audio listeners what my mother got me for Christmas? Oh, God, that's... <sighs> okay, so so Kevin has a, a little dog, very tiny dog, and he's named him FN2187, or Finn for short. Yep. Now, imagine this dog cosplaying <laughs> as FN2187. Oh well, it isn't. It isn't old oh, stormtrooper. So, so, yeah, that's a that's an older. That's a series. Whatever stormtrooper. So he's he's TK. Whatever. Um, <laughs> holy crap, Kevin! Where are you gonna put that thing? Either in here or in my gym. That is so, wild. Thanks, I, yeah, Mom. I brought I brought that from. I was like, I have she. She's like, open it early because you have to show Tim on on your show. <laughs> How did she do that? Did she just Photoshop his little head? She found an artist. It's signed by it's signed by Van an, Wolf. An artist did that. Oh, so my she gosh. found an artist who makes them. Did it, and then the artist was like, "Your dog is so cute. Can you send me a picture of the dog with the painting?" Ah, <laughs> so yeah, I had to share that with you. <laughs> something dude thanks mom oh, thanks mom <laughs> so uh uh young jedi adventures uh is oh, yeah man. it's it, it's for little kids uh it's yoda's in it um it's tvy so it's probably more for jules than and kyler than it is for hunter um star wars visions part two very excited about that um i'll probably like half the episodes just like i liked with this one when? obviously Ahsoka, we knew about that, when and then the skeleton crew. 
and there, the, none of these have dates. Damn the it. only one that has date is Mando, March 1st, and Bad Batch, J- January 4th. I don't think Skeleton Crew is making it to 2023. I think it's going to get pushed to 24. Is the Jude Law one? Yeah, they're still filming. That one's going to so. be like a teenager show, right? Um, it's like a, it's like a the young adult novels. That's the oh, yeah. There we go. That, but hopefully it's better Why than a young, young adult, adult novel. I mean, in, in spirit, thirty two. Yeah, sure, that works. Oh come on. <laughs> so that's the roadmap for twenty twenty three for Star Wars with Disney Plus. Uh, we're getting um, six shows. One is for for little little kids, uh, and um. Two animated, two animated. So, I mean, that's a lot. That's almost every other month if you break it out. Um, I could see now why Bad Batch and Mando are overlapping too. Um, Visions won't be episodic though; it'll probably drop all at once. I would see, I could see Young Jedi Adventures dropping all at once because that's one of those things they'll want parents to just play on loop for their children. I don't know, Kevin. They like the Santa Claus series was episodic. Yeah, but you got to compare that more to like Fancy Nancy and stuff like that than you can to like a live action. Like Monster Monsters Inc. was episodic. I'll say that. The Monsters at Work. What? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, like, I don't see why they wouldn't just do it episodic. Which that show was great, by the way. You can watch it. Uh, it was, it's really cute. Um, if you're a fan of Monsters Inc., if you're not, then you won't like it. Um, so. <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Uh, so that's 2023. I will say this before we move on with Disney. Um, Iger's back, um, but the shit, Disney. Kevin, it was so bad behind the scenes. Did you know? At, oh, yeah. at one point, the CFO and Chapek weren't getting along, and so he just stopped inviting her to board meetings. Yeah. Yep. Your I read about chief that. Financial officer was not invited to board meetings. Holy with your shit. CEO and the rest of your C-suite. Yeah, she just wasn't invited. She's also the one who took him down. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one that actually got got a uh, Iger to come back. So, so uh, Chapek, uh, or I should say, Iger and Christine McCarthy, that's the CFO, were basically back channeling to remove him with the board, and the board thought apparently that giving him the three year contract extension would instill confidence in him, which would would make him do better. In and in what essence, world would that work? I don't know, hey, but it I made see him you're do worse. Sucking really badly here. How about you have a an extension on your job so you can keep Welcome sucking to corporate America. What? Uh, so yeah, that that's insane. It, there's just a lot of things that we're reading now, but the stock is still dropping. It's it's essentially in free fall right now, and apparently analysts are saying it's not at its lowest. Which means if you want to buy Disney stock, the next few <laughs> Disney stock, <laughs> the next few weeks are going to be the play. Um, so the the. A lot of people are also blaming Bob for the Disney Plus losses because it was so undervalued when it first. I mean, my subscription is still seven bucks until I renew, I think, in in a few months or next year. I think it's next year. It came out two years ago, right? I think the the play for the five dollar subscription was extremely aggressive. Um, They needed to onboard users very quickly and you had to be competitive in a in a in a market that was well established already. You You were competing against Netflix and Amazon. That would be already been in service for a lot longer. And so then how do you how do you attract people? The only way you can attract people is making that subscription look attractive. So you make it super cheap. And everybody knows Disney has more money than God. So you, it would make sense. Oh, of course, Disney's being charitable during the pandemic with a $5 subscription. It made sense. The problem is, is once once the quarantine was over, people 
nicked the uh, the subscriptions and they went outside. And so, but what happened was, is Chapek didn't want to admit that he wanted, he was the Netflix guy. He wanted the subscription thing to be successful. So he spoofed the numbers. And subscription churn on customer churn is worse than it's ever been. They're calling it the golden age of streaming is over and the pandemic accelerated and ended up decelerating the growth because of being able to do life again. Same, same for the streaming video game world. I mean, it's, it's, it correlates completely. Everyone thought home entertainment was the play, like mm-hmm. anything you could do in your house. And that was it. It was permanent. But I mean, Avatar did not meet up to expectations. They were pro- broadcasting or projecting for 179 million. It did 134 million, which is still better than I thought it would do, to be honest. It has to, um, you know, for it to be in the green, it has to break a billion dollars. Yeah, because One James Cameron is James Cameron, right? Yeah, yeah. And James so, Cameron's Cam- insane. So Cameron was like, it will, he said, at some point, it'll make all the money back. He's like, once people realize this movie's amazing and they love it, it will make the money back. Like, this is he insane. still claims the first one's good. I've heard this one's better than the first one. So once it hits Disney Plus, Everybody I'll give it a whirl. Everybody said that the storyline is as shallow as the first one. Oh, I didn't see that. They no. just well. So all of the reviews that I've seen so far in Avatar is that it's visually stunning, which is to be expected. The first one was visually stunning because it was going outside the realms of what we were used to. They introduced a level of 3D cinematography that hadn't been seen before because it was immersive it wasn't like the comedic jump out at your face that everybody was doing this was using like depth like it was using particles and whatnot in depth to to really make you feel like you were in the the movie and so like i'm sure it does the exact same thing but you've seen this story a hundred times over it was fern gully dancing with the wolves pocahontas like it was it was nothing nothing new and so i'm there's not a lot to build off of, so I'm sure that's why the story feels shallow. And his cut for the third movie is at nine hours right now, by the way. Yeah, he said he wants to break it up into pieces in a uh, for like episodically. I would say when it comes to intellectual properties, Avatar is the worst investment Disney has ever made. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It feels out of place. It, it, please, just make it Kashyyyk at Animal Kingdom and let's call it a day. Um so anyway, what I was saying is all home entertainment was overvalued and now it is people are going back to the movies. That was my point with Avatar. People yep. are going outside. They're going to football games again. They're, you know, we're doing all the GCX, like we're back. We literally have sold as many tickets as we sold in 2018 for the 2019 event. So we're literally back to where we were as, as, as a society. The problem is, is now you've fractured people that do want to continue doing home entertainment like me and Tim. Uh, we don't want to go to the movies unless because t- Tim rented out the movie theater when we saw Multiverse of Madness, and that's literally the only way I will go to a movie right now. Is that that's it? It's just it was us, um, uh, and and and, and uh, some friends, and that was it. And and that's the only way I'll do it. I'm I'm not going to a movie theater to talk to people. I will go to Cine Bistro where I have my own space with food and stuff like that. I'm separated, but I don't want to sit next to like you said when you went to go see Batman, yeah, huge man coughing all over your wife. So, um, yeah, so I just think I think uh, Disney is in a, in a bad spot. Apparently, Josh DeMero, who runs all the parks, uh, who everyone was blaming for all the park problems, was was going to quit if JPEG wasn't removed. And he's mm-hmm. been running the parks since the Iger era, yeah. um, which means he wasn't happy with the park decisions that were being made, too. So Iger has his work cut out for him. This is not going to be an easy transition. They're not going to fix it in six months. And I will tell you this as someone who just went to Universal over the weekend 
Yeah. If it didn't cross my mind to get an annual pass while I was there, I will say this. I will at least split my time between the two parks going forward, especially when Epic Universe opens, especially um, because Universal, their hotel experience was not as as um, immersive as Disney's, sure. but it was a nice hotel. Their food is better than Disney's on a, on a large scale. Really? The choices you have, the the um, my stomach did not hurt like oh. from all the preservatives and shit that Disney puts in their food. Um, and then just in general, I like Universal's rides better than I like Disney's. Because they're targeted bought, for adults. Right. And But even Hunter left saying, I like this better than Disney. Mm-hmm. Jules was the only one that was really bored. She, sure. Outside of Seuss Land, she, like, there wasn't much for her. Yeah. And the Minions. Mm-hmm. Um, so Disney's got their work cut out for them. And, and I think Universal is going to steal some massive market share from them with Epic Universe. Um, and then they, have, they also have Super Nintendo World opening in Hollywood. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to pay a few bills and Tim will, Tim and I will be right back to talk about a few more things. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back. So, do you ever play Dark Forces, Tim? The old PC game? Yes. It got a 4K fan overhaul. Shut up. So when are you streaming it? (laughs) Let me read this to you. Let me read this to you. No way, Kevin. Holy shit. Force and thanks to Force Engine, a fan project three years in the making, we've gotten an entire rewrite of the original Jedi engine with support. You ready? For ultra wide and 4K. Oh. Pulling up the video right now. 
I remember <clears> Dark Forces as a demo of this game. Holy crap. Yeah, it came on a disc. It came on a disc. disc. Yeah, it was a PC Gamer magazine demo. Yes. So that, so that was the only way. So, okay. So my parents were so broke. That's the only way that I could play video games was demo discs. Oh, I did demo discs for years. Oh, my years. God. There's this underwater game that I have not been able to find that I had on a demo disc that I played the first level till the disc scratched. Um, Dark Forces also adds a whole of modern conveniences, including full mouse look and aiming reticle and a new save system. So this is you, this a mod? Essentially, yes. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm pulling it up right now. This might be worth a run through. This is from IGN. The Force Engine die. Oh yeah, here's the fucking link right here. Wow, that's so cool. I love, I love that that people are able to do this stuff. Wow, that yeah, it was just like a Doom mod. Yeah, 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 essentially. Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen this in forever. And Dark Forces, in my opinion, is one of the best. Star Wars games of all time. IGN put it at number nine in their top ten of all time. Um, wow. I, I think it's one of the best Star Wars games of all time. It's a yeah. classic. That's so cool. I, I love that people are trying to like preserve stuff like that and make it more like up to date. Um, I really like that kind of like this movement of of like bringing the old up into the new. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, someone made a fully playable version of Knights of the Old Republic using the Morrowind engine as a mod. What? That's so you, cool. So you can play first-person KOTOR as if, like, on, on the Morrowind engine. What? Yep. And it's one for one? One for one. They changed some of the, uh, like, dialogue and stuff because yeah. they had a, the way the game works. But That is so cool. I didn't know that was... Oh, what? Yep. Just read about that last week. Um, there's a team. I know they've been hit with some copyright issues. Paul, you might be able to look this up. Um, they're using the, I think it's Skyrim engine to make Middle Earth. And then they want to make a functional game once Middle Earth is done. Oh, like a full RPG. Yeah, They were a, doing it with Westeros. Continent. They were doing it with Westeros, but I think they got slapped with copyright issues. Which, like... Come I on. Un, I don't understand that. That's marketing. I don't either. That's that's a passion project for your fans because they love your IP so much. Like, why? It's not like they're making money off of it. As long as as long it, it, like that should be free creative license at that point. As long as the person isn't making money off the IP. I totally understand that. But if it's if it's in celebration and in adoration of the IP, all you're doing is just hurting you're hurting yourself. Like it just right. makes you look like the bad guy. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, Bethesda's hit with a copyright strike in February of this year. Thank you, Paul. Uh, the Total War mod, which is pretty sick. The to yes, the Total War Game of Thrones one I have, and it's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. If you like Total War games, if you don't, you, you'll hate it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, and it's got like obscure houses, and it's just fun as hell. Um, the the issue is, is Bethesda is fine with it. They don't care. Todd Howard has come out and said, mod away. I could care less. Yeah, because that's what their game thrives off of is mods. Right. And even Xbox went the extra mile with Bethesda to be able to allow mods on the Xbox platform. I, for some of you, I don't know. That's like whatever. For like people that are super nerdy like us, you don't understand how big of a deal yeah, that is for Xbox and Bethesda to allow that. For people to do that on the consoles before, they had to essentially jailbreak their, their consoles to be able right. to load those those files in there and it was it was a it was a hassle so now you make it first party project green is that what it's called something like that 
I can't remember what it's called, but there's a whole like mod database essentially for Xbox games that have uh, permission to do it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hope we get more of this in the future. I remember there was a coder um, folks that were remaking the entire game in Unreal, and I think they got nailed with copyright too. I remember too. reading about that. Yeah, they, and the demo was like insane. I could not believe what I was seeing, but I yeah. think they did that because they're re-releasing it. Um, yeah, the, the remake my as well. Again, so. knowing that there's like a sky now, I want to look into the Skyrim mod. That sounds awesome. Yeah, no, the, the, there's the, there's some really cool middle. There's also a group of folks who are almost done. Actually, they've been making it for the past decade, making all of Middle Earth and Minecraft. Oh, sick. Yeah, and they've been working on it for a decade. Wild. fucking decade <laughs> go look when you get a chance look at look at it um, if you see Minas Tirith uh, in Minecraft it is insane um so yeah so if if you don't want to play it on your stream maybe in the new year you and me could sit down in the uh in the couch room and do a little 4k dark forces yeah that sounds sick book it Paul um <laughs> Daphne Keen uh is going to be filming for the acolyte through april of this year uh daphne keen was announced a few weeks ago um as one of the major characters in the acolyte we my the running theory is that she is the the acolyte um and she is the one that's going to be running around um uh looking for hopefully looking for sith artifacts and stuff um my one hope for this show is we go to corban I, I need live action core man, and there's never been a better time to present us live action core man. She's a British Spanish actress. She, She's uh, been in a lot of she stuff. She made her debut starring as Anna Cruz Oliver on the television series The Refugees from 2014 to 2015. I've never I've never heard of her. So She's just, in, um, in her bio. She's in uh, I watched actually the new season just came out. His Dark Materials. It's oh the yeah, golden she Co- is in his dark materials. Yeah, yeah, it's the Golden Compass that. trilogy show done way better than that horrendous Golden Compass movie. Um, yeah, she's she's the main character in that, or one of the two. She's young she's a, too. Yeah, I have a feeling she's going to be a Padawan. Who's off discovering terrible things? That's how it starts. It's a that's gateway, Tim. That's interesting, though. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that, well, that's the whole thing. So, yeah, she's supposed to be a Padawan. So, seventeen feels about right for that. Interesting. We have a very young protagonist. I like that. Fear is the path to the dark side, Tim. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. And before you know it, you're running around the galaxy looking looking for Sith artifacts. Yeah. The youth oh. today, I tell you. Back in my day, <laughs> back in my Padawan day, there were no Sith. Respected the Force. <laughs> they knew what the Force cost. They didn't um, just ask for the Force; they worked for it. Sorry, is that Kevin. is that Menciota? Is that his Hanukkah speech? <laughs> what? Happy Hanukkah, uh, my Jewish friends. By the way, yeah. Okay. Who was I was I was streaming Flight Simulator yesterday. I was doing my old shtick with my fake co-pilot and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, um, somebody we said something about Hanukkah, and one of the people in my chat was like, "Oh my god, I'm a terrible Jew. I forgot it started." <laughs> <laughs> the world's kind of crazy right now. I feel like maybe forgetting a holiday just might happen. So, but um, yeah. So uh, like I said, Tim and I. 
will not be around next week. Uh, but you will get content from when Tim recorded um, the yeah, Andor Roundtable. That was fun. You seemed I, like you had a good time. I, I learned that I, I enjoy being on a panel, not hosting a panel, though. Ah, I see. I yeah. see. It's it's. I think it's. I think it's the driving the conversation and and trying to to make sure like things are going at a good pace. Because I just I just want to talk. And so I, I, get, I get wrapped up in the conversation too. It's it's the streamer in me, Kevin. I think that's the, my I think that's my problem. Ah, uh, all right, I got you. I, get, I got I get you. Lo- I get lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. I get lost in the sauce. Anyways, it was really fun. I had a great time. Uh, we had some really good conversations. Um, I think I think it was uh, just a little insight. Everyone really really likes the show, so it was like nothing but like positive. Got nominated for awards. Paul and I talked about it last week. Got nominated yeah. for some awards, and yeah. um, it's it's Rotten Tomatoes rating is through the roof for it's an viewer. Amazing score. drama, like it's an action drama. It's just it's great. It's I can't wait for next season, and I really hope that they like. I hope that that's where the bar is now going with live action Star Wars because like they really have set themselves up for success. If they at least in my opinion. I know everyone has a different fit like lens when we're looking at these shows. I know like Mando like has a certain thing like Mando and Book of Boba were very, very similar. I, I really hope that Ahsoka is going to be more like uh, Andor. I really hope that it's shot in a dark lens. I feel like Ahsoka's path right now is very dark. Um, and so I really hope like that's the lens that we get to see her through. Um, and I kind of got that vibe from like the um, the leaked trailer that we get from Star Wars Celebration. Um, like it looked, it looked more, um, in that, what's the, the, the cut format. Um, whereas like, I think Mando is more of like a, a widescreen format or full screen format. Um, and so like Andor was shot in that more tight shot. So I'm hoping like, I'm hoping that's what we get. I think Ahsoka's journey too in Tales of the Jedi was interesting because, you know, we saw her as a baby, which was cool and fun. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, they expanded on what you and I knew from the higher public books that, you know, it's a matriarchal society um, and the women are just badass. Um, and then the last two episodes really drove it home of her journey, like you're talking about. And I like that they're they're showcasing her strength in the force. Yeah. She took that inquisitor down like he was he was nothing to her. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Um, well, Anakin pushed her constantly. Right. Right, which is the previous episode. So, uh, you know, um, which the end of that episode is heartbreaking if you've seen the end of Clone Wars. Oh, my God. When it switched to her and Rex walking out. Yeah. I was like, I got it hit me in the chest. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know what's going to happen here. And it like, sucks. That's the whole thing. Like, that's been Ahsoka's journey from like from the beginning. It's just like it's nothing but like heartbreak for her. And so like yep. that's why I feel like we're going to see more of that. Um, as, as we go on this hunt for Thrawn or, or finding Ezra or like whatever it's going to be. Um, but yeah, but at the same time, it's like, I think, I think this show might end up being like Andor where it's like Ahsoka, it's a, like Ahsoka is there, but we have all these other like big characters that are going to show up. Right. Like we were gonna, like, it's going to be, re- it's going to be like the rebels reunited. It's going to like, we, we know Sabine's going to be there. We know they're going to be hunting for Thrawn or trying to find Ezra and or both, you know, it's, it's going to be really, really interesting. We know Chopper's going to be there. It got us to the moment where Ahsoka says, I'm a friend of the family in Book yep. of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. which was such a poignant and it, that just stuck with me because I got that one. That line oh, I, got oh, me I, I hard. Shed a couple tears. Of that same, 
same because of the journey. You know the journey, and they yep. just they keep filling in gaps on how crazy the journey's been. I saw something the other day, um, and it was it was a critique. It was a like a funny critique of DC, and it was like Zack Snyder ruined DC. Fuck that Zack Snyder for trying to make some of our favorite superheroes relatable. Because all DC apparently and Warner Brothers wanted was to make them shellless versions of these, you know, uh, I do, I can do anything, nothing harms me, I don't go through emotional trauma. Meanwhile, Marvel was taking us on a 10-year journey of the emotional trauma that superheroes can go through. And, mm -hmm. D and Zack Snyder tried to do the same thing in his way in the DC mm -hmm. universe, and Warner Brothers cock-blocked it. So going from that and then looking at Star Wars, that is what Star Wars is doing. They're starting to make the characters more relatable than they've ever been. Yep. Andor was in, well, Mando was the first step in my opinion. And then all the content we've seen subsequently has done the same thing. We, it changed our view on, on Boba Fett. Look at the Bad Batch and how you felt. How many times do they keep making us relive the trauma of Order 66? Yeah. You know, things like that. And now here we are with Ahsoka and i think you're right i think it's going to be we are going to experience her pain in a very real way probably more so than we ever have with the spotlight solely on her especially if they're gonna be doing like flashbacks and shit oh yeah oh i when i saw that i was like it's totally showing back up for that show yeah no well the rumor is she's gonna homeboy's either gonna be vader in certain in certain parts i think both he's gonna be he's gonna be younger anakin like what we saw with obi-wan and anakin when they were doing their like vision like like fighting and then i think he'll show up as a force ghost i think we're gonna see hayden christensen in three different forms throughout that show and the possible and like i would say the possibility of him showing up as a force ghost is super high extremely yeah, high i would say we'll probably see him in all three forms in my opinion um yep. there's a rumor that he's gonna fight her as vader so no one knows if it's gonna be a flashback to the malachor fight or if yep. it'll be a new one um, and then obviously if they, Clone if they Wars. If do the Malachor fight, then that means we get to see the um, the veil. Because that's when <clears throat> Ezra rips her through. When oh, the boy. Thing falls. That's Star Wars supposed, multiverse, that's here we come. Die. Star Wars multiverse, here we come. Uh, I mean, it's the best way to storytell, because then you you can storytell forever. You don't have to constantly pay attention to one timeline. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Star Wars and Scotch. Like I said, Tim and I are off next week, but you will still get content with the Andor Roundtable. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be on audio. So wherever you consume the content, go there. Andor Roundtable will be up same time next Wednesday uh, uh, for that episode. Uh, make sure you go hang out with Tim. He's going to be live through this holiday season. FB.gg slash darkness429 and darkness429 everywhere on the internet. So if you're uh, sitting at home next week and you got nothing to do and you've never tuned in, I highly recommend you go to FB.gg slash darkness429 and say, hi, Tim, I'm from Star Wars and Scotch. And he will welcome you with open arms. I can't speak for the rest of his community. They're a little wacky and crazy, but I love them and I hang out with them all the time. I'm going to catch flack for that one. Uh, <laughs> make sure you're following Star Wars and Scotch everywhere on the internet, Twitter, Facebook, you, you name it, we're there. Uh, and make sure uh, you're following me. I'm Kevin X Vision on Twitter, KMagic101 on Instagram. We want to wish you the happiest of holidays, no matter what you're celebrating over the next few weeks. We Happy really want you to relax, relax and enjoy. That was last month, Tim. And uh, enjoy. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not true because, okay, so hold on. My, yeah, my it's, mom. It's, so my mom... You know those like those really nice like Star Wars books you can get from Target? Yeah. My mom got Kyler the like Life Day Christmas Star Wars book. 
and my mom thought it'd be really cute. And I go through it. There's it's it's for an adult. It's for an adult. And I'm like, I showed this to Kyle. I was like, Kyle, do you want this? He's like, No, no, too many so words. Now it's mine. But yeah, she she thought it was like Christmas Star Wars stories. I was like, Mom, it is. It's just it, like not life day is for Christmas, but it's it's just not for Kyler. Well, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, Happy Life Day, Happy New Year, uh, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you're into. I hope your holidays are fantastic. I hope you relax. I hope you get some peace over the next few weeks. Tim and I will see you January 4th, Bad Batch. We are very excited. Enjoy the holidays. And Tim, last one of the year. May the force be with you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.